Happy Thursday. Uh, you know, today, Jody, my grandfather would have been a hundred and quick math here, a hundred and five. That's cool. That's a silly game to play. He died when he was 67 years old, so mm-hmm. it's been a long time. It's a it's he, a silly game to play, but don't we all play it with our heart? Yeah, it's your heart I think that does do. that. He was a pretty cool dude. I, he was only, I was 10 when he passed away, but I always remember March 2nd, his birthday. It just jumps out at me. Didn't you know he used to do like a family thing every year on his birthday? No, we did that in honor of his 100th birthday. Uh, okay. In 2012, um, we This got, one's not special. And, 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 that was, and, and my grandmother had passed by that time, too, because she lived much longer than he did. She, she lived to be 97. And so she we lived got, much longer than most so, people. So we did. We got the family together in honor of his 100th birthday in, in 2012. Yeah. That was fun. Did a cake and everything. He just wasn't there to blow out the candles. <laughs> but we did it for him. Yep. In fact, it's still burning. <laughs> no. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. All right. We all love our Easter bunnies, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at Easter, the Reese's Easter Bunny. Yeah. Uh, I can't keep up with them all. Although now, we, yes. th- we've determined we like the eggs better. Yeah. Something about the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Important stuff. Yes. Uh, Russell Stover, I didn't know this. They actually have an, an Easter rabbit that involves peanut butter. It's called the Dip It Rabbit. Really? And it's Why using bother? Jif peanut butter. And if you see uh, the, the chocolate rabbit has uh, perforations. Oh, that's smart. Like you can rip his Break ear off. off, rip his neck off. Okay. And you dip, it, you dip it into the peanut butter. So I guess you make your own ratio that way that is their way of competing with the Reese's thing you know and that's a smart move I've done that with Hershey's miniatures for years yes Mm. you have sweetheart you're so killed you ever dip (laughs) except that when you get peanut butter on your knuckles yeah you have to you can only really do that well when the peanut butter jar is mostly full not empty you ever dip uh, an Oreo in peanut butter and Jif no that's really? good. Okay. Uh, also, Papa John's. I would John's, think that would get really messy in inside of the peanut butter. Well, the same thing is if you're dipping way down and get you get it on your knuckles. Guys, no, get no, a no. Spoon. I mean the cookie would break off, and then oh, you would, no. you know, then okay. you have to eat the whole jar. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, Papa John's is testing something new now in a few markets called the Papa Priority. Mm-hmm. If your pizza just doesn't get there fast enough, <sighs> you okay. pay an extra three bucks, and then they'll put it at the head of the line. Which to me, it's like no, it, unless it it's like order. Super Bowl or some big occasion. It, it gets there in enough time. You yeah, know? I've never had a problem with a pizza showing up so late that I couldn't eat it. Right. Sure I mean, somebody plus has. Plus, you're paying a delivery fee all, already. But anyway, they're testing out a pop up priority so you can jump to the head we of the line. We should all order at the same time and you do priority and we not, and we'll see. You really get yours first. That sounds like a fun Friday it night, does. Jody. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, I'm going to take you back to this event one more time because apparently Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were, could not stop fighting with each other before the Oscars. Are you serious? Didn't even want to do it together. That's next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I'm going to take you back to this moment one more time for something I did not know was going on behind the scenes with the big Oscar flub, the biggest of all time when Warren Beatty had the wrong envelope. Warren, what did you do? I want to tell you what happened. I opened the envelope. Uh huh. And we got it. Emma Stone. Yes. So then I got confused and I decided to let Faye handle it. Yeah. Okay, so Hollywood insiders are now saying that these two were fighting before the Oscars, couldn't stop feuding. Why? um, Because they don't like each other, apparently. They had a beef ahead of rehearsals. And yes, there are rehearsals for the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Even if you're just walking out there and reading an envelope, you run through it. It's blocking. You run through it. So cameras, lighting, microphone height, all of that has to be gauged and planned. You think they would have caught that envelope snafu at rehearsals? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. I'm sure that they're handed a piece of paper. They open the envelopes at rehearsals? (laughs) Um, So, wait a second. They they start in um, Bonnie and Clyde 50 years ago, right? Yeah. And did they not get along at that time? 
or is this a think something that's evolved over the time over the I years? I believe it's something that's evolved over the years. What anyway, does somebody so, know better than to put them together if they don't like? They each wanted other? to do a big fifty anniversary, fifty year anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde, well, and they're yeah. both in their late seventies. Can't bygones be got bygones at some point? I don't know. We'll see at seventy, right. won't we? Yeah. And probably not anymore since he gave her the envelope and There's, said, you read it. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Is that what happened? I mean, did she get upset about that? She's mad. Okay. Vanity Fair tried to reach out to her for a comment and they hung, she hung up <laughs> as soon as she wrote. This, is, this happened on Tuesday, so just the other day. The deal is he was not pleased with being, you know, paired with her in the first place, but apparently had already like been done yeah. before he, so he, he refused for the rehearsal to be filmed, which is something that they do to block the show properly. Mm-hmm. So she had to do the rehearsal by herself. So she did it by herself and blocked it and got all ready. Really? He, yes. And supposedly, this is what's being talked about. That um, And that doesn't mean that that was their fault, though. If they'd have had the right envelope, we wouldn't be talking right, about this. Right, right. Yeah, it still right. goes back to the accounting firm. Yeah. It really, really Mr. does. Tweeter. But the fact that... The fact that... I, I remember watching it going... Why did he let her do it? Why didn't he just say instead, dude, I think I have the wrong envelope. What would have been wrong with that? It would have been less awkward than what happened after. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe if you showed up at the rehearsal, it would have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little feud. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up next, Sam, Jody called me this morning. You know, I leave about 30 minutes later than she does. Mm-hmm. And wanted me to check something in the bathroom that she thought she'd... <laughs> no, not that. Uh, it was it was something weird, though. We'll tell you about it next. And I get a weird call from Jody this morning, right before I leave. She and I actually oh. leave about 30 minutes apart. Jody leaves a little bit earlier than me in the morning to come here. And uh, her eye was hurting. she can't find her way. <laughs> her eye was hurting. And, and so she said, look, before you leave, can you go check something in my contact lens case for me? I'm like, okay. Is there poison in there? <laughs> no, but she wanted she wanted to make sure, because her eyes have been bothering her. She had taken her contacts out. She's Last wearing her glasses night. this morning. And she just wanted to make sure that there wasn't like a contact missing, meaning it's stuck in her eye. Mm. That makes I sense? Yeah, I've, I went back when I used to wear contacts before LASIK. Uh, I'd have that every now and then. You'd wonder, okay, did I take, is it in the sink? Is it in the, like, That's is it still funny. in my eye? That's funny because I was nervous to say that to you, Sam, because I was, did thought you try, you'd laugh at me. So did you try one eye in it? Like the eye you think it's still in to make sure you, to see if you, everything looks clear? Yeah. Well, you understand though, it's not on my eyeball. If it's in my eye, it's way in the corner. She thought There's it was something jack jammed oh. in the corner over here and it's so like, sorry for the word, but it's tender when I touch it. And it's, well, you know what? I, I mean, swear, I think, I think something's in there that's clear and weird. So that's why I totally thought that. But I was so glad to hear that my contact lens is actually in the case, sitting uh, in the water like it's supposed to. Yeah, I'm Solutions. glad for that too. So now the question is, is it what conjunctivitis? Is- <laughs> <laughs> we can get a flashlight and a pair of tweezers and check this out if you want. No, you know what? The thing about that is you have to be real careful. Conjunctivitis is contagious, right? Isn't it? Is it? I mean, don't Come touch, here. Yeah, don't touch something and then touch me or whatever, you know I mean? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. It's, I was so relieved when you told me that my contact lens is actually in there because I can't get it. Whatever's in there, I can't get it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it might I'm be stopped, an eyelash. I've stopped trying, but I was thinking that if it was stuck, jammed in there, like mm. in the corner, I was going to go to the eye doctor, and you know. I know, and I'm so glad that wasn't the case. It, oh. Is it one of those styes on the inside of your eyelid? I don't think so. 
You never no, had no, those no. before? Where it just uh-uh. itches and scratches you know, forever? Maybe, maybe she should call a real doctor <laughs> instead of asking me and you. <laughs> we, we could go or, on for yeah. days. I'm waiting, truly. I won't, let's be honest. I'm waiting, and I will give it the rest of the day. If it's not better tomorrow, then I'll go. Once your mm-hmm. eyes seal shut. Oh, stop. Well, the good news is the contacts are both in the case, so you've ruled that one out. Now I know. Just, I'm you know, call the doc and mostly you. glad to hear I'm not the only person ever thought that. Coming up, Sam has music news. Lady Gaga is stepping in to replace Beyonce while she's How? pregnant. Oh. Got music news. Well, we all know that, though. We've known since last week that Beyonce cannot do Coachella this year. She was set to uh, be the final act on the, both Saturdays in April uh, because of her pregnancy. The doctor said shouldn't do that, so she's not going to do that. Well, she's expecting twins, right? Right. So uh, the the folks at Coachella were like, oh, "What are we going to do?" Because people were calling up like, "The only reason we bought tickets right. was because of Beyonce and their hundreds of they dollars." Bring and it we got So what they did was they went out and they got Lady Gaga. I say that's so, a winner, winner. Yeah, Gaga's going to uh, headline both Saturdays uh, wow. for this year. Now, the cool thing about Beyonce is she did say when she had to back out that, look, I'll do it next year. Nice. I'll headline okay. next year. So, Good. you know, to she's me, coming back. There will be a lot of fans who had not bought tickets for that who will want to go now because of Gaga. Yeah. So, win, win. Both years. Uh, did you hear the news about uh, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom? I did. They've been dating for like a couple of years or something yeah. like that, and they quietly called. She's it no off. more. She's no longer chained to him. <laughs> I never understood the Orlando Bloom fascination for all these beautiful women. I never understood it. I don't get it. He has He's, a charm, probably. Yeah, I, I I understand him more than Sean Penn. Oh, that that's true. Okay. But you they uh, they were just seen at the Vanity Fair after party at the uh, Oscars the other night. But both of their publicists like, agreed, and they 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 put out this joint statement that said, "Before rumors or fal- falsifications get out, we can confirm that Orlando and Katie are taking a Break. respectful, loving space at this mm, time." I wonder if she's going to reach out to John Mayer again. That might be fun. Uh, supposedly, his new album—you know—he's releasing it in four songs at a time. Right. He said it was inspired by the breakup with Katie. Ooh, that's going to be a good album. Mm-hmm. Thank you, John. Ready for it? Uh, speaking of new albums, looking in, looks like now in June we'll see the next TLC album. <gasps> it was—it's been delayed and delayed because they what they did was they did a Kickstarter fundraiser. They were looking for one hundred fifty thousand bucks. They got four hundred thirty thousand. Wow. A lot of people love TLC. I always did. And they tried to get it out last year and never did materialize. Their manager says now, look for it to hit in June. And all the folks who gave big bucks to get it made, they're getting the free album. Is it only two of them? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It is. uh, Chili and T-Boz. Yeah. I would say you can't really replace Lisa left I wouldn't try. I mean, those girls can do a good job Yeah, maybe with studio tricks, it'll sound like three. Who knows? It'll sound like TLC. That'll be in June. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. We love hearing from you. That's our favorite part of every day. Coming up next, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Sam, I think it's more love for you with your current personal situation. All right. I love Jody's Meal Madness. It's at murphysamandjody.com. And if you haven't heard us, uh, you know, some of the things will just get you out of the rut, the cooking rut. Life is busy with kids and everything else, so it's easy to get stuck there. You can also subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast for anything you miss. Yeah, it's a, a different meal every single day this month, a new idea for you. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? We're going to get to the love for Sam in a second. But oh, first, right. I want to read a little message from Carol- Caroline. She says... 
heard you talking about your concerts of your favorite singers before quit before they quit touring. Yes. yes. Well, I'm going to see my favorite Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper in nice. Vegas this month. Wow. She says, I saw them years ago in New Orleans. Yeah. Woohoo! Happy dance. Carolyn, Rod Stewart's voice is so special and unique, and I've never seen him. And I've always been a fan since I was a little girl. Yeah, he's a legend. I, I just I didn't realize he had re- hadn't retired. I for, he for some reason I, th- I thought he was one of those who was retiring. Yeah, stick him there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is from Bonnie. She says this message is for Sam. I am Hi, a, Bonnie. I am a mental health counselor and oftentimes work with young people going through things like your son Parker. Okay. My message to you today is simply to say I appreciate your openness about this situation. You may never know who you will be who you have helped by sharing your story. Thank you. Okay, well, you're welcome, Bonnie. What Bonnie's referring to, of course, is my son Parker is at an away school and yeah. because of uh, some behavioral issues. So this is only his second month there. Yeah, second month inside. Oh, don't call it inside. <laughs> don't call. Does he say he likes the teachers? What is he being positive he about? Some of it. He said that he likes it because he learns better there. Wow. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. That in itself is a positive step, right? Yeah. Parker's a twin, though. Is there any? Is there? Is there any sadness about the twin separation? Because I believe from the, Maddie, right? Or, um, or Parker? I don't think Parker. If, if Parker's sad, he doesn't show it and doesn't to discuss it. He what about Maddie? Missing uh, him? Or? I think she does miss him. I mean, he always aggravated. He was one of those brothers that aggravated the sister. But but I think she misses him. Right? Because they, I believe in that twin <clears> connection <throat> thing. Yeah, you see it in them, right? Yeah. Yeah, so now they're separate for a while. Yeah, yeah. only five to ten. Okay, Bonnie, so. thank you for thank you for the message. We appreciate that. Always love to hear from you on our Facebook page, or of course you can call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. The Obamas will be writing their memoirs. We have that for you. And those Oscar accountants, some justice for those guys. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We were telling you yesterday that Barack and Michelle Obama were working on a deal, fielding offers for their memoirs. Mm-hmm. And they were going to do a deal where you had to buy both of them. I'm, right. They wanted to work with his one, hers. one publishing company, like do the deal with both of them, sold with one publishing company, but they would write separate separate memoirs. Right. Okay. And so the rumors were... Oh, you know what would be like, fun? Is if they wrote them like... Uh, remember how Twilight, the first book, and then she came back and wrote it from Edward's perspective? That's not the example, Sam. Okay. And, and you cannot, you can never unsay what you just said. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. She can do her perspective you mean, and his like, per- or, or they could be, read them side by side, his chapter on getting into office, yeah. her chapter here's, on getting into office. Here's how and, she saw it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? I hope the publishing company doesn't help give, give them those guidelines. But the deal is... It looks like it's not going to be. Oh, it was going to be like a sixty million dollar deal, bigger mm. than any other presidential memoir in history. That's not true. It looks like it's going to be sixty five million. Wow. for the joint deal. Isn't that crazy? Um, they're both going to write them. We have no dates of when and all that. If they've even really started, but the financial part of this has started. Bill Clinton currently holds the record they're smashing that with his book my life yeah. which he made 15 million for george uh w bush made an estimated 10 for his decision points 
That title always cracks me up. You know what? When you read someone's memoir and you know what they sound like, you hear them. Yeah. Read it. When I read Willie's biography, Willie Nelson, the whole thing sounded like Willie. My cousin loves to read memoirs and biographies, and I do too. I've just never done this. When she has a memoir that the person who wrote it has also done the audio portion of it, she will do Audible or whatever to listen to them tell her because she says it's so much better than you hearing their voice bruce springsteen did the audible of his uh biography and did you it, I, I listened to like five minutes of it sample and it yeah. just sounds so it's like man this is cool. mellow yeah yeah that's man so- we're growing up and i had uncles <laughs> across the street so word is maybe they've started writing already but both of them will be releasing memoirs we have no specific dates coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning at 7 55 we now have the full season 24 dancing with the stars cast sam I know you cannot wait. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Something we can't wait for, and we've got another little snippet of it that you may not have heard yet from the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes, Gaston. And I had to laugh when I saw what today was. It's not just about it being March 2nd or anything like that. You know how on your Facebook page, on the app, it'll pop up and show you a friend that you made? Mm-hmm. A friend anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so today is a very special, apparently a very special friend anniversary for me that I was not aware of. Uh, eight years with this person, um, and and I and I played it and went through it, and I'm like, wow, this is this is really a yeah, cool. Yeah, it makes recap. a video for you. Yeah, and so the uh, the friend anniversary is actually me and Jody. Oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you've known her for eight years. <laughs> That's I, funny. That means we got on Facebook about that time. See, I thought I was on means. Facebook longer ago than that, but I mean, maybe Seems I'm wrong. like it. But um, yeah, so eight years, and we've been married for 18 years, but it was funny to me because this is how one of those things that is a totally automated thing mm-hmm. misses the mark a little bit. In what a personal... pictures did it show? Well, it actually showed Dogs. some It showed some pretty cool pictures. No, it, it's, you know, it said, obviously you like each other a lot. Yeah. 80 <laughs> times to uh-huh. be precise. So apparently I've liked 80 of your posts over the last eight years. Nice. Averaging 10 a year. That's, yeah, that's not much, but... <laughs> yeah, thanks, Murph. No, the first picture... You're not on as much, really. The first picture was me and you on a flight together, which I guess maybe we were taking the girls to Disney World in 2009, when that mm. was. Uh, the last picture was of us, me, you, and, and Taylor and Phoebe at the performance that Taylor did last summer at 101 Dalmatians, which was uh, great. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it was funny. It only picked out a few little pictures, and then the, the comment, the shared moment, actually... Get ready. Sam. The shared moment was me, you, and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's always been there. Right. Sam gave the funny toast at our wedding. It was I a, mean, it, you've always been with us. Yeah, and that was at a children's hospital fundraiser. So, you know, it's, so it's kind of funny the way it worked out. But it just, oh my gosh. when I looked and saw, oh, well, it's, it's a friend anniversary. Hey, guess what, Jody? <laughs> my friend Jody. Yeah. Well, that's funny. You know, you those kind of things, you, can, you don't have to share them. They pop up for you, but then you can turn around and share them. Yeah. Right? I think that's kind of a cute thing. Oh, yeah. Look, it's it's definitely a cute idea. I just kind of figured that, you know, as smart as they are at Facebook, if you see that I'm married to Jody and that's Mm -hmm. my spouse, it it would like put a different thing. That'd have a different thing, yeah. Different angle. Hmm. Maybe we should check our profiles. Maybe we're not married to one another online. Uh, Maybe I should double check that. But apparently, (laughs) I like you a lot at least 80 times. 10 times a year. (laughs) Thanks so much. All right, on the way, uh, meal madness, another great recipe so you don't get in ruts. We're going to give you one every single day, every, all month. Sam, we're going to you for one of your one of your favorites, the uh, steak fajitas. Steak fajitas oh, for yeah. one. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I know you cannot wait for Beauty and the Beast, the live action version, because 
If you've ever even seen them animated once, you can't wait for this. We've got a little peek at Gaston for okay. you next. Be sure to like us on Facebook and keep up with what's going on all day long. And I'll always get an alert when we go Facebook Live. Coming up later this hour, what we need to stop doing for te- our teenagers if we expect them to become good adults. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, right now, I have something so lovely to share with you. Maybe you saw this online. Maybe you have not. But turn it up if you love Beauty and the Beast because you know the live action Beauty and the Beast will be in theaters March 17th, which means that I will be in theaters March 17th. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait because it's always been my favorite Disney story. And they've been releasing clips for the last couple of weeks, right? Yes. So and there was a little preview. I love to hate Gaston. And so here is the that scene, that fun song with LeFou and Gaston and he's Everybody so in this the bar. and he's so that. Live action. It almost sounds like a Broadway production, not mm-hmm. so much a movie. Isn't that cool? You know that singing? Actor Josh Gad, who, he's LeFou, he was the snowman in Frozen. Olaf. Olaf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Now I recognize the voice. Um, Gaston is Luke Evans. So, loving it, excited about it, and I just wanted to share that. And only three weeks away until the movie's out. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I know Gaston's bad and horrible and wanted to do horrible things and did do horrible things, but I always liked him, too. I always thought he was hysterical. I never liked him, but I loved that song. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. And I know it's wrong to like him. I will say, though, what's going to happen with the live-action Beauty and the Beast is we're going to fall even more in love with the Beast, is my prediction. They're just going to give you a little more of that character, I think. They're going to, because he was the beast the whole time. You never got to see the prince. Yeah. Except at the end. It was beautiful. But um, huh. Dan Stevens, everybody. Dan Stevens, the actor who was Matthew in Downton Abbey, is the real oh, prince. Right, right, right. Under the, all the beastliness. Oh, okay. Okay. Ladies are going to fall in love with him even more. So can't wait. Wanted to share it with you. March 17th, that's when it's coming out? Yes, and that's when we'll be there. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Meal Madness. You guys ready for another recipe? Yeah. So you don't get in ruts. We have a ton of new recipes already available for you. Uh, Sam, you're next. My steak fajitas for one. No, for, for many. <laughs> and Jody kind of had a uh, crushing moment in her Game of Thrones binging, Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Share that with you next hour. And uh, look, if life gets busy and you miss it, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and you can listen on your schedule. All right, I'm ready for Meal Madness again today. Every single day this month, we're offering you a new meal idea and the recipes will be online and are there now at murphysamandjody.com. I guess it's better to call it Meal Madness than it is to call it Rut Busters, right? <laughs> not, not as... I don't know. I kind of like Rut Busters. <laughs> That's for another time. Let's stick with uh, Meal Madness for now. Okay, Sam, yeah. I've never made your fajitas, but I want to. Tell us well, about them. Well, that's because it's fajitas for one. We can just double the recipe. family, y'all. You <laughs> we can just quadruple the recipe. Um, is it really for one? The recipe is one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, is it really? I didn't know Why that. don't you make it for two I, and I, then I, have leftovers? I thought that was a Sam joke thing, you see, that it was just a recipe no, for one. No, it's really that sad. <laughs> well, Gus, you, would you like some? <laughs> Okay, so what's your recipe? Um, it's soy sauce, lime juice, some oil, a bunch Yum. of the spices, you know, the typical cumin, Yum. Uh, chili powder, that kind of stuff. And what you do is you make the marinade. What and then kind you of take, steak do you use? Uh, the steak you use is a flank steak. Right. Okay. And what you do is, you once you make the marinade, you, you, you 
like split it in two. You take a little of it, put in one a smaller Ziploc, and then in a big Ziploc, you put the steak. With the, you know, you squish it all around, okay. put it in the fridge for anywhere from three to ten hours, flip it Oh wow! every couple of hours. Getting you might serious. Flip it. Yeah. And then with the other marinade, it's in the little bag. That's where you cut up the st- whatever Vegetables. the other stuff is you want to put on your fajitas. Onions. It's, it's onions, red bell peppers, green bell peppers, mm. yellow if you want to get fancy, mushrooms, mm. all that stuff. And you put that in there and it stays in that marinade while your steak's marinating. And so then when it's oh, time to so cook good. it all. You know, you just grill it all and yeah, grill make it, it all and you nice. know what to do. Slice mm-hmm. it. There's something about the way you slice fajita meat, right? Yeah, and once you cook mm-hmm. it, uh, once you take it off the whatever the pan or the, the heat, let it sit for about ten minutes so those juices can do whatever the juices do in a steak, and then you can slice it open. Okay, and I think you do that against the grain, right? Yeah, against the grain. You, cut you know it. me, always going against the grain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always eat it in fajitas, or do you nachos with this? Like, what do you do? Uh, fajitas. I usually do fajitas with mm, that. I have a different so recipe. Yummy. I have a different recipe for nachos. Oh, okay. Are those nachos we'll for add one that too? too. Okay, <laughs> nachos for losers. I call <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go online to get Sam's steak fajita recipe. It sounds really good. I want to make it. Murphy, I want to make it. Okay. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next, what we all need to do, st- I'm sorry, what we all need to stop doing mm-hmm. for our teenagers if we expect them to become good adults. All right, what we need to stop doing for teenagers if we expect them to become good adults one day, mm-hmm. you know, or adults at all. Okay. You mean like making decisions for them? Is that it's what you need to stop doing for them? Okay, yeah, bailing them out of school situations. That's the number one. As <laughs> oh, well. really? Well, 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 bailing out. Number one is stop delivering their forgotten items, and we've had to slowly. When they oh, were, I, don't, I mean, I don't just mean that. I mean, the, you know, calling and you know, when they get a bad grade on a test, and it couldn't sure. possibly be his fault. It's sure, got to be the teacher's <laughs> fault. Which it never, well, I don't want to say never, it rarely is, yeah. you know what I mean? We have a friend, who's, a student, yeah. we have a friend who teaches col- at a college, and she says that you would not believe the amount of, pa- the, the number of parents who will try to intervene in a situation. In and college? It's a college kid. And you kind of just want to look at them like a blank Ew. thing, like, I'm sorry, And Mom. I got to college, I was, it was like, you're, you're on, on your, your own. own. You're supposed to be. So yeah, that's a good one, Sam. You're supposed to, like, when they're teenagers, they need to start being the ones to email and call teachers when there's a problem or question instead of mom. Yeah. Okay. That gives them a little bit of adult thing to do. Um, delivering the forgotten items. We finally stopped doing that. And it's hard at times when it's, hey, it was due today. Mom, can you run this up here? And right. Oh, no. Yeah. Murphy, we have stopped doing that. Jack pays those consequences. Yeah. Nothing gets delivered. Right. Because there's nothing like a consequence like that. To help you remember it next time. Well, that's really. part of, that is part of the learning process. It's a tough one, man, because as a parent, you don't want that. You don't want them to experience that. But yeah. we did. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how you get better. Doing laundry. Boom. That's yeah. on the list. And I stopped doing laundry for them a while back. Now, do I have to stay on them? Yeah. It's kind of like, you're not going to have any clothes tomorrow if you don't do this. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I did stop doing their laundry. You stopped and- doing that for me a while back, too. <laughs> <laughs> that explains that shirt. You're no. such a great no. adult. What's hilarious, but I guess, you know, another story Another story for another time. Jody won't let me touch the laundry. Even though I offer, she will not let me touch mm. the laundry. Um, and one on this list that I thought was super interesting, and we need to think about this, Murphy. Yeah. Waking them up in the morning. Yeah, I know. You know it, it, 
That's a that's a tricky one too because we they have so every appliance possible to wake them up. Their mm-hmm. own phones, clocks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we but need to for stop For whatever doing it. reason, I guess that's the we're the cushion if we were the ones that go in there last yeah. night yeah. and say, "Hey, time to wake up." What's missing on this list? What should we stop doing for teenagers so that they become good adults? 877-310-4675. Moms and dads, we'd like to hear from you. And what we should stop doing for teenagers so that they can become better adults. 877-310-4675. Most impressive one to me on that list that I never thought of was stop waking them up. Stop going into their room to wake them up. They have devices. Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a personal responsibility thing. Got to work on it. We can it. all use more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Juan? So I find it hard to see just um, how many parents really do their kids' homework or really so what? intensely involved oh. in their homework or checking on it constantly. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad, and it truly, I kind of bounce back and forth. Is, is this making me a good parent or a bad parent? Because I, you know, my high school son, I I know he's doing homework. I know he's doing a lot of homework. Mm-hmm. I'm, I monitor his grades. Right. Uh, if there's issues with the teachers, uh, then I, I check in on that. But to say, what do you have for homework, or let me see what your homework is, or that you completed it, I never do that. And I don't know, uh, I don't think I've done that since middle school. And it's helped him because, you know, right now we're actually on a college tour. He's a senior this Uh, year. Um, And so he's done the whole college application process by himself. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I'll get emails sometimes, you know, uh, with. The, that my credit card has been used because he's you know, <laughs> sent in an application, so I'll pay for it. But yeah, looking in the scholarships, filling out applications, doing all the essay questions, oh, and even doing the research on his own about the types of colleges that he is interested in, it's all been him. That's good. And I think a lot of that has come from us requiring him to do his own schoolwork right. and to, to manage school. Uh, so this to me is him just managing school at the next level. That's well, really and it good. sounds like you did you know a good balance there because you did do basic follow up, but not really deeper than you needed to to make sure that he really made the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, either basic follow up or just being really lazy on my part. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this: Has he been applying to the academic schools or the party schools? <laughs> it, it's the the academic schools. Oh, okay. Um, and he really did a lot of research to see what you know. The rankings of each school and, and things like that. So, uh, and the challenge of that is the academic schools. You know, they also go with the they uh, also party the the, the, the fine well with the, the financial level of commitment. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. So, no money for partying from me. Good one, Juan. Thank you for that. No problem. Appreciate you. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. ABC finally has given us the full list of everybody who's dancing on the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. Sam, mm-hmm. I know you can't wait. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Dancing with the Stars, season 2400. 24. <laughs> season 24 is coming soon. This actually, see, it's March 20th, so this month, a few weeks away, which means mm-hmm. these people are already rehearsing probably this morning. Do you know that? Peter Murgatroyd, who just had Maxim Chemerkovsky's baby. It's like a soap opera. Both, no, it's not. It's lovely. Both of them are coming back and dancing this time. Maxim is? Maxim is coming mm. back! Woohoo! Derek Huff's not. No. You know, Maxim is my reason for watching this show. Okay, so like, we, we already knew that 
um, Olympi- Olympian Simone Biles is dancing. I right. think watch out for her, baby. Watch out. Nancy Kerrigan. Yes, that Nancy Kerrigan is coming to hmm. dance. Mr. T. That's going to be interesting. You know, we're going to have an eye of the tiger. Well, they're going to have to do the Rocky early on mm. because you don't know how good of a dancer he is and how long he'll be around. I don't know, but how would you like to be the one to not give him a 10? Okay. <laughs> um, bull Rider, Bonner Bolton. Okay. Okay. NFL star Rashad Jennings, the first baseball player ever on this show, David Ross, will be competing. They always mm. have athletes. The current Bachelor star, Nick Vile. That's oh, a big one. Hey. I kind of feel like when you sign with ABC to be The Bachelor, you also have signed up for Dancing with the Stars. It's got to be that way because they always go straight. You get more than your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, they go straight from one to the other. Actress Charo's dancing. I know. Well, I saw her picture and I was like, I didn't, number one, I hate to say it, didn't know she you know, was still alive and performing. I didn't but, know she was still doing anything, yeah. but you know what? That might be fun. That might yeah. be fun for a while. And that's what the, actor Chris Kattan you know him from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. dancing this time. Glee star Heather Morris is dancing with Maxim. Haven't seen her in a while. You know, she's the one who on, on the Glee episode, she was Britney, Britney Spears when they did the Britney episode. Oh. And actually, her character's name on Glee was Britney S. Pierce. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. I never. Okay. Okay. So she's. You'll like her. She's so a fan we know she can dance from watching Glee. And she's gonna look. That's a tough coach to get. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Tough partner. Maxim is a tough partner. He expects a lot from you, which is why I love to watch him. Anyway, Peta Max's soon-to-be wife is dancing with Bachelor Nick Vile. Gotcha. Look for it on ABC season 24. I think that's a pretty good lineup. Um, dancing with the Stars on ABC. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. What's going to happen to those two accountants? We have kind of a verdict from the Academy Awards. Hmm. You know, the ones who messed up the whole best picture envelope. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up just after 8, you know, producer David gave uh, his niece Olivia that ball pit for her first birthday. The baby ball pit. We don't even know if she's seen it yet. Hopefully we'll find out coming up just after 8. Thank you for starting your day with us. Of course, if there's ever anything that you miss, anytime, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and catch it up on it. Plus, we do something called Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show. Extra stuff. Something that you get exclusively for being a podcast subscriber, so we'd love to have you along. It's kind of like a BOGO, but you don't buy anything because the podcast is free. It's free, free, yeah. free, free. Aww. Yeah. Okay, I guess producer I would make da- it a Fogo. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you just came up with something cool free, and new. Free one, get one. Yeah. <laughs> free one, get another one. Something like that. Yeah, Fogo. All right, producer David. Having a fit to know if your niece got to enjoy her ball pit that you gave her for her uh, one-year-old birthday. That's right, a- because you had shopped for this thing. You were trying to figure figure out the right thing. You went to the party, and then you weren't able to give it to her, right? No, yeah. She was too tired, poor thing. Like, she had a very long day, exciting, just playing with everybody at the party. So yeah. she never, you know, got a chance to rest. And by the time I got done opening presents, and of course, I wanted to save mine last... She was just pooped out. Seemed a little Didn't still mad it. about it, David. <laughs> I mean, the first few presents, she started ripping all the paper, got super excited, and they slowly started to dwindle right. down. And then all of a sudden, she's conked out on the floor. And exactly. so mommy had to open the rest of the presents. Didn't she like fall asleep in her cake? Oh, yes, absolutely. She leaned over. That's first, awesome. it was just the nose. And we're like, oh, she's taking a bite. Plop. There her head goes. Into the just like Sam used to do back in the day, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so did they let her have it yet and send you pictures? No, <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet. I don't want to be a nag and be like, force her to play in it. But I mean, no. it's only been a day after her birthday. So it's, I understand they have other things to do and they still have other presents they haven't gone through. They have a I'm, life. Yeah. I'm waiting. And so I sent her a text, like a, my sister a text, like as soon as y'all, you know, 
open it, let her play, send me right. a video or something. Right. I mean, I want to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, be prepared too. But she's one, so just because she doesn't fully engage in it doesn't mean that she doesn't like it. You know I what know. I mean? It's that's the paradox of the one-year-old birthday, right, Jody? I mean, especially when you're a first-time parent, you know, because you it's an exciting moment. It's like this big benchmark. But not but for the them. baby is one. Yeah. Right? Exactly. There's only so much right. she can handle. So I think she's going to love being surrounded by that many balls. I think she's so. I'm, balls. I'm hoping they send me something this afternoon. I don't I'm know. It's still pretty you. early. So. Yeah, don't forget, though, like Murphy said, if she doesn't fully engage. <laughs> okay. The corporate answer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. On the way, Sam's the food dude. We have somebody competing with the Reister Bunny this year. Uh, yes. Russell Stover has it and Jeff Peanut Butter. They're trying to team together to make something out of nothing, I think. Sounds like a happy combo. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Lesson learned, Sam. I mm-hmm. will not be walking in on Jody while she's watching Game of Thrones anymore. Might catch a sword, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'll tell you why next. Love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. That's the number. Sam, by the way, every time I hear Jody walk down the hall, the bedroom door closes, and the next thing I know... Oh. Uh, I, this I hear the, game of, the, the s- game of Thrones theme comes bellowing through the door. Traveling to the Seven Kingdoms. Okay, so I had to text and reach out to producer David last night and my cousin Candace. Because I no my, longer watch the show. And with my her, friend you know. Amy. It was a particularly devastating episode, the end of season five. And I literally, I don't know if you've ever watched something like this, Sam, where after it's over a finale, you, you turn off the TV and you walk around the house for a little while to get your feeling back inside of you. This is how I felt. And I'm not going to give away anything for anybody. Like, I have a friend who is in season three now. Mm-hmm. And so she'll talk to me, you know, and I you know, I talk to her. I don't spoil anything. Just like David has been my Game of Thrones bud. Okay? <laughs> so I got to the end of the season and something particularly bad happened to someone who is oh, so yes. loved. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't know how many times that knife went in, but oh. it hurt. Or even better, it as hurt. Jody's wow. watching it, she always has been saying, if so-and-so dies, I'm done with the show. If so-and-so dies, I'm done with the show. Well, so-and-so died? Uh-huh. I fall so hard for my characters. You, well, know, that. you know what's funny? I walked in the room right at that moment. I yeah. remember, I dropped off at season one. That's all I could mm-hmm. do. Too violent, too heavy, really. You know, the show just... It's just not for you. It's not my thing. That's all right. Um, but I walk in, did, did walk in. And so when this guy scene. died, I'm like, oh, wow, him. So I just fully expect the easiest thing for me as the person who really isn't engaged in the show... <laughs> Is that I just walk in, I know that somebody's going to die, and when they're gone, they're gone, right? Yeah. It's what happens on Game of Thrones. Um, I just feel like I don't know what to say to anybody who's seen this already, because I also know that there were rumors that he really didn't die, and I'm just itching to... I don't know. It's just bothering well, me so much. You can now get started on the next season. You still have one more to go. For us, when we were watching it, you know, week by week on right. TV, when that happened... I was like, great. Now I gotta wait a whole year. Like you did that have to wait a whole year. Awful. Yeah, that, is, that would be pretty bad. Um, you know what, Jody has to be really careful of though. And I, any binge watcher does this. You you can't Google anything. Yeah. because you'll have spoilers, right? <laughs> yep. I also thought it was crazy that Murphy walked in at that moment. He knows this character. He knows yeah. how important this character is. He knows this is killing me. I almost fell off the bed. Yeah, was, I walked was, in and went, whoa! I was feeling those yeah. stabs myself. Anyway, the other thing is that all my buds, including producer David, keep telling me, oh, the next season's the best anyway. This is going to be so painful that I am going to You're not going to be seeing a lot of Jody in the next week. <laughs> Sounds like it. Not true. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's the food dude. So if you can't afford a Reister bunny, we got a knockoff version for you. <laughs> They're selling at Easter this year. That's right. coming up. Happy Thursday. Uh, you know, today, Jody, my grandfather would have been a hundred and, quick math here, a hundred and five. 
That's cool. That's a silly game to play. He died when he was 67 years old, so mm-hmm. it's been a long time. It's a it's he, a silly game to play, but don't we all play it with our heart? Yeah, it's your heart I think that does do. that. He was a pretty cool dude. I, he was only I was 10 when he passed away, but I always remember March 2nd, his birthday. It just jumps out at me. Didn't you mm-hmm. used to do like a family thing every year on his birthday? No, we did that in honor of his 100th birthday. Uh, okay. In 2012, um, we this got, one's not special. And, and, and that was, and, and my grandmother had passed by that time too, because she lived much longer than he did. She, she lived to be 97, and so she we lived got, much longer than most so, people. So we did. We got the family together in honor of his 100th birthday in, in 2012. Yeah. That was fun. Did a cake and everything. He just wasn't there to blow out the candles. <laughs> but we did it for him. Yeah. In fact, it's still burning. <laughs> no. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. All right, we all love our Easter bunnies, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at Easter, the Reese's Easter Bunny. Yeah. Uh, I can't keep up with them all. Although now, we, yes. th- we've determined we like the eggs better. Yeah. Something about the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Important stuff. Yes. Uh, Russell Stover. I didn't know this. They actually have an, an Easter rabbit that involves peanut butter. It's called the Dip It Rabbit. Really? And it's Why using bother? Jif peanut butter. And if you see uh, the, the chocolate rabbit has uh, perforations. Oh, that's smart. Like you can rip his Break ear off. off, rip his neck off. Okay. And you that's dip smart. it. In, you dip it into the peanut butter. So I guess you make your own ratio that way that is their way of competing with the reese's thing you know and that's a smart move i've done that with hershey's miniatures for years yes you Mm. have sweetheart you're so cute you ever dip (laughs) except that when you get peanut butter on your knuckles yeah you have to you can only really do that well when the peanut butter jar is mostly full not empty you ever dip uh, an oreo in peanut butter and jiff no, uh-uh. that's really? good. Okay. Uh, also, Papa John's. I would John's, think that would get really messy in inside of the peanut butter. Well, the same thing is if you're dipping way down and get you get it on your knuckles. Guys, no, get no, a no. Spoon. I mean the cookie would break off, and then oh, you would, no. you know, then you okay. have to eat the whole jar. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, Papa John's is testing something new now in a few markets called the Papa Priority. Mm-hmm. If your pizza just doesn't get there fast enough, <sighs> you okay. pay an extra three bucks, and then they'll put it at the head of the line. Which to me, it's like. No, unless it it's like order. Super Bowl or some big occasion, it, it gets there in enough time. You yeah, know? I've never had a problem with a pizza showing up so late that I couldn't eat it. Right, sure I mean, somebody has. plus you're paying a delivery fee already. But anyway, they're testing out a pop up priority, so you can jump to the head. We of should the line. all order at the same time, and you do priority, and we not, and we'll see. You really get yours first. That sounds like a fun Friday it night, does. Jody. <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Well, after the worst mistake in Oscar history, the Academy gets some justice from PricewaterhouseCoopers. We'll tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The Academy Awards, the Oscars, still looking for some justice because of that big Best Picture flub the other night. So mm-hmm. here's what's happening and what's going on. It's unclear whether they're going to cut ties with PricewaterhouseCoopers at all. After all these years, I don't think you they cut will. ties after one mistake. No. What they have decided that they're going to do, those two accountants, and I had not heard about the other one, but Brian Culligan and Martha Ruiz, these, these are the two. Well, Brian's the one that screwed it up, yes. allegedly. But these two are both in charge of the winner envelopes. Mm-hmm. That's your. In fact, that was the quote from that Oscar president, Cheryl Boone Isaacs, the one who comes out every year. Right. She says, you had one job <laughs> to make sure those envelopes got to where they the right ones got in the right hands and obviously there was a distraction was her quote so those two have been banned from working with the show ever again oh. it's not like they're gonna have a problem over where at their at their firm but they cannot no more red carpet for you <laughs> murphy sam and jody your hollywood outsider so you can see what you hear, but you didn't know that. They put cameras in here. <laughs> so they, they you did. Can, you can subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody YouTube channel. They're trying to make sure we're not stealing stuff. 
Oh, that's true. Maybe that's what it is. All right. Look, we're doing meal madness for you every day this month, meaning a new recipe or meal idea for you so you don't have to get in ruts. And I'm super excited about Sam's recipe today. It's Sam's steak fajitas. For one. For one is the recipe because you're single and you cook for one sometimes. But we, you can triple this recipe, which I'm going to do. Okay. Or I'm quadruple it, actually, yes. for us. <laughs> So um, it's, it's fairly easy math because everything's times one. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a really good marinade. Hit me with the marinade again. Soy, lime juice, earl, oil. Earl. Oh. Uh, is that why you say it in New Orleans? Yeah. And there is brown sugar, which I think next time I make it, I might eliminate. Because yeah, I don't want that in my... It tasted a little... Mm. Sweet. Uh, there's some smoke, hickory, you know, the hickory smoke. Mm-hmm. Draw uh, ju- juice. Can I get rid liquid. of that if I want to omit that and do Worcestershire instead? Jody's already changing a different it. direction, and then you got all your spices, your cumin, and stuff like yum, that. Yum, yum, yum. Make okay. the marinade. Put your steak in one. Put your veggies in another marinade, uh, and cook them up. Today's yum. meal madness recipe for you. Go get all of them. There's everything: slow cook stuff, pan stuff. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, you should always be on the lookout for the taco truck if you get stuck in traffic. Jody, did you hear about this taco truck uh, in Seattle? You with the tacos, Sam. What? Well, well, um, okay, big uh, accident, I-5 in oh, Seattle. Closed oh. the interstate down, not just for a little bit, but for hours. I mean, people were stranded for hours on the interstate. Because of a taco truck. No, 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 because it was a truck, a, pro- a propane truck had turned over. But the taco truck was there. Taco truck was stuck in traffic like everybody else. They were, nice. you know, it's lunchtime, we're headed wherever to set up shop. They can't because they're stuck. So what do they do after open a couple of hours? Like, hey, we got the stuff. Let's open it up. That's so awesome. People said they were just sitting in their cars like, man, I am starving. And they would mm-hmm. see people walking by with, you know, their bags of food. And it's like, where's that coming from? Taco truck up ahead, stuck in traffic. Yay! That's awesome. I know. That's one of those, uh, you know, life hands and lemons. That's right. You make tacos. <laughs> <laughs> the deal is, you would think that, that, that should and would happen more and more because... Yeah. Because of so many food trucks and whatever food service vehicles all over the mm-hmm. place, and this is going to happen. Yeah. I like it. Next time you get stuck, look for a truck.